comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! Father, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity again. The feet of your table to be empowered by your love. For you said that the words I speak to you in your spirit and your life. And whosoever drinketh of me and eateth of me hath life in me. And whosoever not, does not have that, with, with meekness to be engrafted world that have the capacity to build us up. And I ask you this morning that you make my lips the pen of a ready writer, that your counsel be communicated without any shapes intent. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I want to thank everybody for listening. And I want to thank the Reverend for the opportunity. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Well, thank you so for the opportunity and the executives and the people around. I believe that Jesus will do something for us this morning. I believe. I believe so. So, um, just like the Reverend said yesterday before we left, he said if you come expectant, you should come with something in your heart. If you have read through the scripture in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, the scripture said that for faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, if faith is that, the question now is what is hope? For the scripture told us that there are three cardinal things in the kingdom, the three cardinal dimensions that captures all of God's walking and his means of walking amongst his people. Faith, hope. So we want to ask what is hope? Because actually, if hope is taken away from a man, then there is no other reason why we are alive. There is no reason to expect the visitations of God if hope is not intact. Now, when you study the scripture, the basic understanding of what faith is would have shown you that faith is what substantiates what we have seen in God. So once a man has faith, then even though you have not seen the manifestation, what you have is yours. If you only take time for you to manifest, and sometimes it doesn't take time. But the question is, what bridges the gap between the realm of the spirit and the realm of the manifestation? Remember in that same book of Hebrews, he said that faith makes us understand. There is an understanding that faith in Christ was. It's my media media people around. Why not show you that? He said, now faith is the substance of things so for and the evidence of things not seen. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. He said, for by faith the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, watch. And you may think, you are say amen. Now the scripture said, through faith we understand. That means when a man truly has faith, it imparts to you an understanding. 
He said, through faith we understand that the words we are praying by the word of God, so that the things which are seen with these our physical eyes, watch over. We are not made of the things which do appear. What is the scripture saying here? He said that this is my handkerchief. I know you will not believe in God. I choose to believe Bible more than what you believe. The scripture is saying this handkerchief that appears, we can see with our eyes, that the reality behind the creation of handkerchief is not seen with the physical eye. Can you understand this scripture now? So the scripture says, in case you don't understand this thing I'm saying, it means you don't have faith. That faith brings to a man a certain understanding. And that basic understanding is this that everything that ever appeared on the face of the earth is made and constructed, is framed from the invisible realm. It is those invisible realms that have the capacity to affect the things you see here. So if there is any means, are you with me? If you are free, say Amen. Amen. If there is any means that we can travel to that place where the reality of the things that we see here is domiciled, then we will be able to orchestrate manifestation here. So it doesn't matter whether I'm seeing handkerchief or not. Are you seeing it? The scripture says that the things which do appear are not made from things we see with our eyes. So if those things that appear must have been real somewhere. Because after some time it became real here, is it not true? I can touch my handkerchief. You can touch, you can touch your clothes. But the scripture is saying there was a time that that thing we can touch here was not real in this physical realm. But that is not real here doesn't mean it is not real somewhere. So that reality that informs manifestation here, if we can touch that reality, anytime we touch any reality there, it is called faith. Are you seeing it? Can you understand faith now? If you can understand this thing now, say Amen. So this is it. Even if I have not seen the manifestation of this manakachis, remember the scripture said that it is which do appear and not made for things that we have seen. If I can touch this handkerchief in your seeing realm, even though my sister has not seen it, huh? it is called faith. But there is a link between what I have touched in the spirit and the manifestation in the natural. Huh? Let me give you an example. Let's assume that we saw a bubble here. Can you see me? Let's assume we saw a bubble here. And it's inside the house. But the people that need the water are outside. Are you with me now? So, how do we connect the water we have sunk here and to the people that need it outside? What do you think we need? We need pipe, right? God bless you. That pipe that connects with the unseen realm and brings it out to the seen realm is what is called home. Another word that many of you use is called expectation. So Reverend asked me yesterday, he said, What is your expectation? That means he's telling you to connect your pipe from the realm of the seen to the realm of the unseen. So that one day we come and God from his realm, we open a tap. Once we open a tap of supernatural supply, the men that have connected their path will begin to receive the supply of the spirit. Remember the reality and the realm of God is spiritual. The scriptures all in the book of John chapter 4. He said, God is a spirit. And they that worship him will do so where? In spirit and in truth. It is, it is a challenge. 
I know an average person doesn't know how much of a challenge it is that God is a spirit. The reason why the challenge is because we are in the natural. And an average person will never understand anything and level on it until it is transferred from the realm of the unseen here. It is only what we see that we believe. Remember, in this kingdom we believe so that we see. But a natural man will want to see before he believes. Uh, if I tell you now, just like Elijah, is he Elijah or Elisha? He said, God said the Lord by this time to go that this will happen. How much do you have in your account now? I want to use it as an example. I don't mean God, he said one thousand. Let's assume you are my brother and you have one thousand. And then the man of God appears and says, Thus says the Lord, by this time tomorrow you will have hundred million. Now if he said wait. <laughs> now if he said ten thousand, huh? If I say ten thousand, somehow you will believe. That thing you believe is not believed. You just did calculation with your mind. And you what people call faith is what their mind can accommodate. So as long as their mind cannot accommodate it, they lack the capacity to label on the substance that is in the realm of the spirit. But if faith begins to work, it will shift you beyond your mental ascent. What people call faith, or what am I teaching of faith? Jesus. This is not what I want to say, but let me make this background. It seems as if somebody needs this to receive. Because without faith, you can't receive anything from God. It's not possible. You can't even please God. The scripture says it is impossible. Impossible means that it is not possible. It is impossible. It doesn't matter whether what you do. If you clap without faith, it's come to this God. The reason is because God is spirit. And it will take a man having faith to relate with spiritual things and spiritual beings. So God is a spiritual being. And everything he's doing has to be spiritual. Are you seeing it? So before it's manifested, it has to be spiritual and tangible. Only men that have touched it in that realm will come out and become big. So God tells this, my brother, 100 million out of 1,000, he will be. I'm not to pray in tongues for long for my faith to come up to that level. Huh? If you read well in your exam and God spoke to you and said you have a distinction, it's easy to believe. Huh? What is hard to believe is when you know you didn't read anything. And God did not tell you you will pass, he told you you will have distinction. It is beyond your mind. In, in this case, anything that made you believe that thing is faith. Because it is beyond the fact that you have seen, if you can see me, watch, let me show you something. Is it here? If there is a possibility in this natural realm that seems as if it lends itself to the fact that what we said is possible and can manifest, then it is no more faith. Are you seeing me? If I come and tell you, I know ladies have more money than guys, okay, they have more money. If I ask this my sister, she might have all to take care. So, if I come and tell you that after this service, that God will increase you to 15k and you have 10k, you say, well, it's possible. After all, um, I called my mother on Monday and called my uncle and called that my auntie. The thing is that they have not sent the money. But when that preacher is saying it, I believe that 
what he's saying is that God will now touch their heart. So when that kind of person leaves my meeting now, he'll be saying that God touch the heart of my mother so that that thing you said in the service will happen. I know you think that is faith, that is not yet faith. Because it can still be captured with your mental capacity. Faith has to push you beyond. The thing that some of the time you have even prayed prayer about it, you have even fasted. Huh? For you to receive, for you to receive things from God that is already a reality. I know, see, I'm a prayer person. God has helped me this morning prayer. It, it doesn't just take prayer. In fact, the kind of prayer it takes to receive things from the Spirit is the prayer of faith. So Jesus came to his disciples and they asked them, Why can we not cast out this devil? And Jesus told them, This kind cannot come out except by prayer and fasting. But before he said that, he said, Only of what? Only of little faith. Meaning that they are challenged there, the fundamental challenge. If any man fails to receive things of God and cause something to manifest from the realm of the spirit to hear, his deficiency is a word, my brother. His deficiency is faith. Meanwhile, Jesus is trying to tell them when he said this kind cannot come, cannot happen, except by fasting and prayer. What he meant is that the dimension of faith it takes to cause this kind of manifestation cannot be generated except we give ourselves to work, prayer and fasting. So, when a man, have you noticed that there is a way, I don't know, some of us, we pray in tongues a lot. And our first challenge is that we seem as if I don't know what to do, and I'm praying in tongues for six hours. By the time I came out from, I came out from that prayer session, my faith increased. That is why the scripture says, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, what? Praying in the spirit. And sometimes, I will come, they share the word of God, or I read the scripture. And you come and you are, you don't know what to do about the matter, and the preacher spoke under the anointing of the spirit, and your faith went up. And you faced the same thing and conquered it. That means there is something about the preaching and prayer and fasting that have the capacity to increase your faith to the measure that it takes to cause the change. If faith is what lays hold of the substance, then what is hope? Hope is what connects the substance from the realm of the spirit to the realm of the manifestation. So I want to ask you now, if a man has faith and he doesn't hope, then how will God manifest in your life? Where will he manifest? So you ask him to pray, you say, God bless me, or God bless me. How? Where? When? Sometimes you need to be in time, telling between now and tomorrow, let this happen. I used to tell people that. So that if it happens, you will know which prayer. When did you pray this prayer that manifested? You know why I'm saying this? Some of us will pray for people like God. And those people, many people also pray for them. So probably in one case, up to 50 people, you tell this person, pray for me, or tell this person, pray for me, or as 50 people are praying for you, you don't even know the one that works. So most times I will tell the person, just check, between today and tomorrow, something will happen. A young man met me, and he said that his uncle has been kidnapped. Are you with me? Can we say amen? Yeah. He said his uncle, okay. He said his uncle has been kidnapped. That we should pray or that the mother said this man. And I'm pray, pray. And told the young man that in the next six hours that the man will be released. 
we continue praying. It was not up to 24 hours to happen. Now, I want to say something. Beyond the thing that happened, I want to use it as a teaching now. Because the teaching is here. If I had not given time to that manifestation, the young man would probably have thought that there are many people and that is involved in the matter. So if he had two seven days later, he would have said this, he would be confused. But I told him what? 36 hours. And the problem with saying that is that you implicate yourself. Because it will be a false prophet in God did not manifest in 36 hours. Sometimes I've said it. And I now realize what I said. I will not go back and say, oh boy. I don't implicate myself. I say, God, save me. Save your servant, oh God. Save your servant from shame. So sometimes after declaration like this, we go back and continue praying for the people we declare over so that what we say will, will be confirmed. Because there are things we say that happen instantly, and others is in the process. And others need a little more push so that it will manifest. I want you to pray for two minutes. That's the reason why I didn't do this introduction. Again, just as the Reverend told us yesterday. And present before God your expectation. Can we pray? Because the expectation that we have in our hands is the blueprint of faith. It is the fire, according to my brother, that connects the realm of the supernatural to the realm of the natural. Causing a flow, a flow, a flow of resources, causing a flow of possibility. What is your expectation? Talk to God, talk to God, talk to God. I expect you to pray now, whether in tongues or in understanding, it doesn't matter. Just pray to God now, pray to God, connect, connect, connect. It doesn't matter how now, how impossible. It doesn't matter how far, how long it has lasted. If only you will believe. If only you will believe. If only you will believe. Where is your faith? Where is your expectation this morning? Don't come before God without an expectation. The power of God will be made manifest. His glory will be shown. And only men that have hope, only men that expect things of God will be able to lay hold on the manifestation of the things that they see. The scripture said in the book of Luke, Blessed is he that believeth, for there shall be a performance of the same thing that he has believed. Blessed is he that believeth. Blessed is he that believeth, for there shall be a performance. I believe God that there shall be a performance of the things that we believe of God. I believe God there shall be a performance of the prayers that we have made. Ones, the ones that have been taken up to trust in God this 
I'm not going to have that sort of patience. In case you don't know what to do, what will Jesus do in this case? And my sister, let's assume I, I came now and I slapped you. What? Huh? What will you do back to me? I, I don't want to imagine. Let's think what you will do and what I will do. Eh? Let's ask, what will Jesus do now? You know what Jesus will do? He will tell you to turn your dad cheek. Amen. One of my friends came and told me he is working in one of the government agencies. A contract came out and he had the opportunity of padding. You know, there's what, how many of you know what is padding? You can pack a contract. If it's supposed to cost like uh, 10000 you will pack it and make it 15000 You will say based on transport increase and inflation and all those things, you know, at 5000 that is called padding. So the guy said he checked it and his office correct. He would have made almost 20 million. So and somebody explained to him and said that in fact said and came and explained to him that 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 pledge you made in the church. Imagine if you carry two million now and go and live in the church. That the man of God will pray for you. There is nothing you do that is wrong after this prayer. <laughs> So, he has convinced himself with certain scriptures. I hope you know that you can find one or two scriptures to support your evil behavior. So when he checked, after some time, what now concluded the matter is that he asked, what would Jesus do? Anyway, in this particular case, what he asked actually is, because he's my friend, he said, if he do this here now, what would he do? Because he assumes that I'm somebody that is living up to a certain standard. So he said, what will you do? As soon as he said it, the answer became clear. If you ever ask all the time, what will Jesus do in this matter? You, you will not be confused on how to live your Christian life. It will become very easy. Many of the things that look as if it's tough decision, it's not tough decision. You have not examined it in the mirror, in the light of what Jesus would have done. The reason why I'm saying this is that beyond the fact that Jesus himself is our Lord and Savior. He is also the commandment. In other words, we live in such a way that we are expected to live. Are you living? So Jesus did so that when we are young, that we begin to live the way we live. That is why the scripture says, it is not enough for Jesus to come and teach. The scripture said, of all Jesus began both to do and to what? Teach. As a matter of fact, there is certain dimensions of teaching that can only be communicated by a lifestyle. In these days that everybody is talking and everybody is trying to say something, it is important that our talk is backed up with character, is backed up with a lifestyle that have the capacity to carry our talk. Because there are days we don't know that people have been looking at you for long. A young man was looking for wife. And you will not know because if I ask the young man, won't you be married? You will say, ah, this marriage thing that we can't find anybody. I can't find anybody anywhere. All these people. What I did not know. Are you with me? What I did not know is that the young man is carefully scanning. Carefully scanning. Until one day he came and told me, I saw one day. In that former meeting, I saw her. In the other meeting, I saw her. I said, ah, 
I thought you are worshiping God. You close your eyes. She now said, he now said that I used to notice her character the way she. Meanwhile, that lady to tell her she will not know that there is something like that that is even happening. Until one day somebody will now appear and tell you that I have been watching you for the last two years. It has happened to me many times. People ask me and say, I've been watching you for long ago because there are many fake people around. Let's know whether you are going to speak. And we have seen that after five years, after three years, after one year, after six months, that what you are doing and saying is consistent with your lifestyle. Are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. amen. Now the scripture says, until the day, give me my scripture. Verse 2. Until the day in which he was taken up. After that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he had chosen himself alive after his passion. Of course, this is a fundamental requirement if a man will be a fit to represent Jesus. You must have seen Jesus alive. Receive him alive, don't necessarily mean that an apparition will be manifest. It is not necessarily an apparition. It is that you have had a revelation of Jesus that is still on the um, phenomenon of resurrection. You see, the centrality of the Christian faith is the cross of Jesus Christ. And the fundamental thing that the cross of Jesus achieved that made it the most powerful thing in the whole universe of God is that it brought a regime, a possibility of resurrection. That was why Paul was speaking in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He said, if the dead rise not, what is the implication, my brother? If the dead rise not, what is the implication? He said, our faith is in vain. We have we have believed rubbish. We are of all men the most miserable. If all we never for is in this world, that our faith be dead right not. We are of all men the most miserable. It then means that the most important thing is the resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And the instrument that was able to administer that possibility is the cross. That means the cross is the centrality of the gospel. If you remove the cross of Jesus, it is not possible for us to achieve many things. Amen. Amen. So the scripture is saying here that Jesus began to show himself alive. That means if it is true that your faith will be steeped on things, will be founded on things that cannot be taken away from you, then you must have been able to see Jesus alive. It will be beyond the story that you are told. It is true that the preachers preach, but as others of all, you must have to know God for yourself. Is it not true? So that the day will come, even if something happens and you are not able to reach your reverend or your priest or your teachers or the other people, you will be able to find something to do about it. If you are with me, say Amen. Amen. Let your Amen be louder. Amen. Amen. For the space of 14 days, he began to teach them some things. The things pertaining to the kingdom. 
الان معذرین نمیگیرم در مدیلیکتر در مدیلیکتر اصف ایمجری سمودی در مدیلیکتر اند در مدیلیکتر در مدیلیکتر در مدیلیکتر and then you won the election. After winning the election, we are looking for people to become part of your administration, your cabinet. And the only people that you can remember that is competent and the men that used to work with you before, when you were elected. Is it not true? If you want, if you are called into an office, where will you select your administration from? Is it not people that you know before? It's your click of friends and relationships. So that's what Jesus intended to do. As of this time now, he has been resurrected. But he has not ascended the seat of the Christ yet. So he knew that by the time he ascends that seat, he will release the Holy Ghost. And remember what the scripture said in the book of um, Psalms chapter 110. He said that he will send for the rod of his strength out of time. And what is the mandate of the rod of his strength? The mandate is rule down in the midst of your enemies. That means the mandate of the Holy Ghost is administration. He came to enforce the things that is captured in the purposes of God. And that administration is within the confines of the person of the Christ. So when Jesus raised, was risen from the he led men to participate in his administration. And when that administration comes, there is a power that enables the possibility of administration. In case you are, you are, you are not understanding this thing I'm saying, you don't need power. Anybody that is not understanding what I'm saying, you don't need power until you understand this. Because even Jesus, after he has stayed for three and a half years with his disciples, and he has won election, he refused to go for the coronation service because there is a lecture missing. And you know that if he doesn't make up that lecture, if he doesn't make up that lecture, sending the Holy Ghost, the role of strength, once Holy Ghost comes, you can rule. You with me? For sending the role for a man to rule and he doesn't know the reason, doesn't know the purpose, doesn't know why, he doesn't know how, is a waste of resources. So we have seen men that have received a lot of enablement and equipment from God and they, left, they became the man because they don't know what to do with it. Many of them didn't even know what they received. So Jesus needed to teach them things pertaining to the kingdom. It is in that teaching. His job is to bring them up to date with what God is doing that requires an enablement. Because an enablement is coming. As he promised them in the book of Hebrews 8. Let's go down. I don't have time. To whom he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Next verse. Next verse. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for what? He said they should wait. I want to ask you, my sister, have you tried to wait? The problem with certain of the things we do as Christians is that we assume too much. Many of us assume that we have actually waited, but we have not. Many of us assume that we obeyed Jesus on this command, but we have not. And the proof, the resultant effect of our disobedience is manifest in our life. Because without obedience, there can be no power. There can be no authority. And you have read the scripture in the book of Philippians chapter 2. The scripture said that Jesus saw all things 
and he was obedient. And his obedience was unto death. The scripture said, even the death of the cross. Now, what is the consequence of abiding to that death of obedience? He now said that God has exalted him and given him a name that is what? Above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, what we what we have? We like the fact that every knee bow, but we don't like the fact that he was obedient. And his measure of obedience was even to death. Not normal death, not by worship, but death of the cross. That's the greatest shame that a man can bear. The thing about the cross is beyond the pains, it's also about the shame. So many times when we talk about the cross, the only thing we talk about is the pain. We move sometimes look away from the pain. Many men can bear pain, but they can't bear shame. There are men that can bear pain, but they can't bear shame. But Jesus bore the worst shame on this earth. And then the scripture said, It's not giving a name that is above every other name. Wait, watch what the scripture said. He said, You should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. Ah. Ah. Which said he, he have heard of me? He said, For John to be baptized with water. But he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. I believe many of you are baptized with water. But there is another one, the Holy Ghost and power. Now this one is good. This one is also good. This one is better after. For when they were therefore come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, we thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel. Do you know what is happening here? Jesus is teaching them things pertaining to the kingdom. And when he was through, this man is still asking them about the thing that is natural. Because as far as they are concerned, the kingdom of God is captured in the thing that is natural. Hmm? A woman met me many years ago while I was in charge of a congregation. And the way I was preaching, 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 the woman looked at me and said, This way you are preaching, nobody will come to your church. Because I was not saying things that can make people, people like me. Huh? I was not saying things that will keep your pockets fast. How many of you are from this town? You are from this town. You don't need to be, you are from this town. No wonder I'm pointing you, you are my brother now. See, me, I'm from this town, so I think I have, and I've stayed here, I've been alive in this town for more than 30 years. So, I think I have, I've not lived more than others, but I've lived long enough to have an opinion about this town and the people of this town. Is it not true? One of the things that is given to this town is, no matter what you preach and do, if he doesn't find a way of making this region to increase, making the pocket to increase, but you don't waste time. So when you pray, they will ask you how have prayer been translated to money. When you fast, they will ask you how has fasting translated to money. When you go for so many, they ask you how have so many translated to money. All these things you are preaching and praying, that's why you are like this. People are making money and you are preaching. 
what they don't understand is that the kingdom of God is not the natural kingdom. It is a spiritual kingdom. Even though that spiritual kingdom is seeking expression in the natural realm, not just natural realm, every realm of oppression. That's why the scripture spoke, I think in the book of Isaiah, he said that the mountain of the Lord's house will be what? Exalted above every other mountain. What will happen? And then every other nation and hymns will flow to it. That means this is how your life should work if you are correct. You will lift up the kingdom of God, a spiritual dimension of God's expression. You will lift it up high, and every aspect of your life will flow into it. So when you study and get your certificate, the expression of your study and laying hold on your certificate cannot find expression without the kingdom. When you make money, you cannot make money without the kingdom. When you marry, you cannot marry without the kingdom. Are you not saying Now, it is not as if we are saying you cannot be engaged in this. But Jesus is trying to tell them that what he's talking about is fundamental, is spiritual. But when you finish all this lecture, this thing we still say, when are you giving me car? It's not, you know this is this young man is saying. My own is nearly the car. They could talk. When is the job coming? Will this thing put money? Will it change my results? That's what I'm talking about. That's how they behave in this time. So no matter how much you preach, if your preaching has not resulted in financial explosion, they don't believe it. They don't believe it. So imagine the, the frustration of Jesus after teaching them about the spiritual kingdom that is about to be manifest. And they began to ask him, what of the kingdom of Israel? In their own mind, the kingdom of Israel is bigger than the kingdom of God. In their own mind, Jesus came to be a physical king. He doesn't know that the king that Jesus sees is through you. I think that's the fundamental reason for this, this weekend. That Jesus will through you rule on every affairs of men. People will be waiting for Jesus to appear physically and say, ah, I'm now the president of Nigeria, the governor of Anambra State. No. How it will happen is that a man that is yielded enough, aligned enough, and to the purposes of God will be empowered by heaven. And you now stand on behalf of heaven. So that when you stand, the kingdom of God will be expressed through your life. Are you with me? Can we say amen? Amen. So let's see. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times and the seasons that the Father has put in his hand. It is not for you. There are people that are saying, God, I want to marry you. As soon as I leave this room, I, I want to marry next week. And God is telling you, it's not in your power. Your own is to pray that something will come upon your life. It is possible it is in the process of manifesting and fulfilling destiny that you meet a certain kind of person that suits your destiny. The people you are meeting might not be the people. So Jesus said, it is not in your power. Is in whose power, my sister? Huh? Is in God's power. The determination of our times and season is in God's power. So somebody came and said, But I prayed for this move, nothing happened. It is not in your power. If God is still saying pray, pray, if he's still saying fast, fast, 
is still saying you something to do it. It is not in your power. What is given to us is to obey the commands of God. But I'm looking for verse 8. Verse 8 is where I'm going to. When we look at verse 8 for 10 minutes, then we begin to pray. Let's read it together from this one that is projected. One, two, ready, go. Uh huh. The first compartment is that you may receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The second compartment is that, that the purpose of the receiving of the power was declared. What is the purpose of receiving this kind of power, my sister? Yes, so that you will be witnesses. Then the third compartment is what? The third compartment is areas of specialization. There are some people that are sent to Jerusalem. Are you with me? Can we say amen? Amen. Everybody is not sent to Jerusalem. So many times when we read this thing, we are thinking ah, that Jerusalem is Jerusalem of physical Jerusalem. No, your Jerusalem is where you are. Your Jerusalem can be your room. Your Jerusalem can be your class. Your business place. Huh? There are some people sent to Jerusalem. There are some people sent to where? Judea. There are some people who said to where? There are some people who said where? They are everywhere. Imagine if you are sent to Jerusalem and you are everywhere. You are in the uttermost part of the earth. It will seem as if your grace is not sufficient to carry you. When you see a man out of alignment, out of context, out of touch with the destiny, with the place that God has placed him, he will rise in the equipment. Resources that it takes for him to prosecute the destiny that God has given to him. My God. In the next five minutes, the presence of God will begin to increase and his glory will tabernacle. The angels of his presence of power will begin to come to bear witness because if it is true that the things we spoke about are true, then witness will come. The scripture said for the spirit is truth.
came one day, I said, I'm feeling my wings. The baby looked at me and said, ah, What do you mean by wings? This person normally talks of kind thing. Of. The problem is that you have not read your Bible or you have read it, you didn't read it well. If you read Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, what, what, what does this say? They that wait upon the Lord will do what? They will renew their strength. They will mount up with weight. And when they mount up, they will mount up like the eagle does with you. That's how they will mount up. The reason why many people don't make progress in the things of the spirit is that when they are expected to fly, they are, they are walking. But well, have you done that thing? If you go to two verses before them, it said that there is a benefit of young men. Huh? Show me the verse before this. Let me let me show them something. If I go, can you show me? Verse Let me see. Verse okay, uh, 28. Let's see 29. 29. 29. 29. Hey. Uh-huh. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Let me see it. Now watch, there is a verdict from the youth. This thing is not open to negotiation. He said, even the youth shall walk. I'm not hearing. Even the youth shall walk. <laughs> and the weary. And the young men shall walk. Those days I was. In secondary school, we used to do road work, jogging. I went to Dennis Memorial Grammar School. We would start from, from Zeke Roundabout, go to Ose. Ah, if you are not from Ose, we would now go to Ose. Then we would come back and run past our school and go to, go to, there is this hospital around one place, I forgot, it's been a while. We would go there and then we would come back. When we come back, if you see myself, they beat us. They use two by two. You know what is two by two? You know what is two by two? Ah, your mom is thinking. Two by two is. How many of you have used locker? You use that locker in secondary school. That locker you use in school. One stand, one level of the locker is called two by two. The reason why I know this is because they use it a lot during my secondary school. They use it on people's head. In fact, if you have not used it on somebody's head, that means you don't. Let's leave that part. God has delivered me from those things. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, watch. What I'm trying to say is that as strong as we are as youth, there is a magic of our life. The scripture says that even the youth shall utterly fall. It's not just for you. It's not just for you. say they shall walk. When I read this scripture and saw it, I told myself it took some time. I said I need to be sure. There is already a season waiting for you when you will be paid. I have many others. They are not so much of others, they are 50 something years. When we are doing something, they'll say that ah, when I was okay, I used to be able to look at the person. You never too old now. You never too old. You never to go. What of Caleb? Caleb said, Ah, it's 
the scripture said in many places in the book of Ephesians, he said, eh, na, 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 na. they don't want me now. The scripture told us in many places in the book of Ephesians that God, that Jesus ascended high, especially in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, so that he may feel all things. His capacity to feel all things, because in this context, feeling all things is the language of dominion. His capacity to feel all things is dependent on the height that he ascended in the spirit. Now, it also came in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verse. Genesis 17. The last verse, the last verse. He said that we are seated with Christ. Where? So there is a place we are seated. Far above principalities and powers. So your advantage over principalities and powers is not power like this. It's height. So in the spirit, as long as you are higher than somebody in height, and you are already having dominion. So dominion is a place, is a form, is a function of spiritual position. So for the fact that the man is seated with Christ, we have we have positional advantage over Satan and over anything that he does. So we can from that realm legislate and enforce the demands of God. If you are with me, say amen. Let's round up with my verse 8. Give me the same. God bless you. But he shall receive power. I have, I, have, I have told you people yesterday. The word power here means the word. I've told you what power means. I've told you what is means. That receive means Lambani. Huh? Let me give you another example. Very good. Yesterday. Let's assume I said receive this thing. You do not stress yourself. It's passing. Are you seeing it? Hmm? This kind of receiving is called the command. It's like what happens when you receive Christ. Huh? But there is another one that is another receive that is playing more. Watch, I have received. Are you seeing what I'm Can you learn something now? What I'm trying to tell you is that this one now, even though they said receive, there is an application towards the receiving. And what you receive is dependent on how much you are willing to apply yourself. Watch, let me show you that thing. He said, I wish I receive power and be witnesses unto me. I want to make another point if I do. There is a difference, of course, you know, that there is a difference between witnesses of and witnesses of. How many of you know? Who knows the difference? Huh? If you are not fan, I will ask you. I want to ask. I don't know what you are going to what you are graduating, but I believe anybody who hearing something like this must be special. So you can answer all my questions. Is it not true? Huh? Anybody wearing something special? I don't know anywhere you wear something like this, you are special. So I believe you can answer all my questions. So what is the difference between witnesses of and witnesses from? Okay, because of time. 
Now, uh, the scripture, if you go to this scripture, the man that wrote this, Luke, you know he said in verse 1, the former chapter, if you go to the first chapter, which is in the book of Luke chapter 1, from the book of Luke, he spoke there and he said that, uh, and the things that we are witnesses of, now witnesses of is somebody that came to this meeting. You know the way you came to this meeting, you can tell, if you leave this meeting, you can tell people about this meeting. You can tell them that the man that preached was wearing blue. Are you with me? That is witnesses of. You can tell the story of what happened. But witnesses unto is not telling the story of what happened. It's receiving the spirit and function of what happened. So if you came to this meeting and what happened in this meeting spiritually is sour. You don't need to tell somebody that uh, uh, I was in that meeting. Somebody will see you walking in that power. Walking in that power. And you say, God, where are you in that meeting? Like, I went somewhere in the north and I came and I ministered when I finished ministering. And somebody came and told me, he said that he saw somebody somewhere and he was praying. There is a way we used to pray. And he was praying like this. He said, ah. Do you know this man? That there is only one way that somebody can be praying like this. That you must have known. Are you seeing me? So that kind of behavior, that kind of manifestation, that kind of function, witnesses unto something. Are you seeing it? That means even though you have to be there physically to be witnesses of. But you don't have to be there physically to be witnesses of. Physical presence can only come for witnesses of. But if you will be witnesses of, you have to be spiritually present. And then you will be able to level on the things in the spirit. So when we speak of these matters again, give me a little more. When we speak of it again, ah, there will be carried by the spirit of the world to the plane in the spirit. We are the same thing that happened in the day of Jesus happened. It is true that it is born of the Spirit of God. Then when we speak about it, the same thing happens. Because we are in that location of the Spirit. We are the same thing happens on the day of Pentecost. And when we are right there, then something needs to happen to us so that we receive the capacity to be witnesses of a spiritual experience, a spiritual ceremony, a spiritual encounter, a spiritual manifestation. We have to accompany the fact that we have arrived to play in the spirit. So Jesus said, You shall receive power. And the reason why you need to receive power is that you will be equipped sufficiently to be witnesses unto me. When a man is not equipped with what it takes to represent Jesus, the dimension of power. Remember I told you that the power of God is dynamic.
be transmitted. In Jesus' religion. At the count of twelve, the power of God will move through this auditorium. From my left to my right, from my left to my right, from my left to my right, from my left to my right. One, touch.
intensify. Holy Ghost, it will intensify. It will intensify. I prophesy over your life that the Lord will empower you with what it takes for you to face your season and your destiny in the name of Jesus. Let your amen be louder. We say it three times. The Lord will empower you in the name of Jesus. The Lord empowers you in the name of Jesus. I see somebody that the Lord is giving the Lord is giving you an angel, an angel to walk with you. An angel. The proof that this angel, the proof of this angel is that, my God, there are two things now. The Lord is giving somebody, somebody, the anointing of God is burning in your heart. We are feeling it like a burning in your heart. It will intensify. The person that God is giving an angel, you will feel the presence of the angel beside you. You see, as if a side of your body, a side like this, will begin to burn. It will be warm. It is because the angel have come close to you. And you have been exposed to the presence, the ambience of that angel. And as I'm speaking, it will increase. As I'm speaking, it will increase. The bodies 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 will increase. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Increase the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. 